Welcome everyone to episode number 37 of Ghost Party Radio, an in-depth and very serious exploration into the world of genre film, hosted by two small-time cowards. I am your host, Adam Cervantes-Wagner, and allow me to introduce my co-host, the Pink Panther-adjacent Trevor Dillon. Uh, Adam, why is there always such a long pause when you say, before the hosted by two small-time cowards, is a, uh, a genre pa- pause 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 hosted by two small times like you've said this like this is what episode 37 you said this at least like almost 20 times already yeah. you just it's, can't flow it it's for dramatic effect right right okay because yeah, yeah i get it you're drawing the audience in thinking oh this is a serious podcast and then you say <laughs> hosted by two small time cowards okay absolutely yeah all right adam listen here's the plan here's the plan we go downstairs there's gonna be a guard there he knows me. Drop the password. You're going to get in. You're going to grab a microphone. You're going to sit down on a computer, okay? Uh-huh. You're going to type in TriCast. You're going to send the link to me. I'm going to come on, and then we're going to record a bad podcast, and that's no, the no, plan. No, no, That won't work. That won't work. What about the Wi-Fi? There's no Wi-Fi down there. We got a guy. We got a guy on the inside. He knows the Wi-Fi password. He'll text it to me. I didn't know what to do for this bit. I was going to do a whole bit <laughs> leading up to where we go or I go somewhere. And at the end, I said, you're going to meet a guy. He's going to be your co-host for this very bad podcast. He's going to give you absolutely nothing. You're going to have nothing to work with on a <laughs> weekly basis. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're teasing it, but we are talking about heist today, Trevor. That's right. We're, it's our intro episode to the great genre that is heist. I'm really excited about this. I mean, this is our fourth genre, and I think we're four for four on genres that are just, like, really interesting. I absolutely love creature features. Space operas was wildly specific. I enjoyed that part of it. And then revenge movies are revenge movies are the best. But heists, it's just, like, when the wheel landed on that, I I know we're – I think we're going to do, like, five films in this series. We'll get to that later. But right. I think we're going to have at least five just really great episodes with great guests coming up. And I, I'm very excited about it because this is – as specific as heist films can be, they also feel like they can be pretty broad, too. Right, exactly. Um, and it's just a, it's a good testament to the heist film. Five episodes, we get in, we get out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, the truth is we're really just doing this genre leading up until October when we do Scary Boys, Scary Boys. But I, li- I like the justification you've come up with. Thank you. Um, before we get into it, we have some movie news if you want to date this episode. Yeah, let's date the episode, sure. <laughs> uh, it's pretty big. I'm sure you've... Uh, already heard about it. It's it's making its rounds around the internet. Uh, it looks like Idris Elba is going to be playing Knuckles in the Sonic movie. I didn't know where you were going with this, but I do like that you said, "I'm sure I've heard of it." As as if 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 it wasn't like if it's like big movie news, yeah, I probably through osmosis heard of it. And yes, I have heard that Idris <laughs> Elba, uh, star of the new James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, will be. The co-starring with Ben Schwartz in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Famously, the last movie I saw in theaters before the pandemic really broke out. Right. And that's not like, uh, it's not it's not your fault, so don't worry. I think it is actually Sonic the Hedgehog's fault, because uh, that movie <laughs> did like pretty well in the box office like the weekend that COVID, quote unquote, like really started breaking out in America. And you loved it, right? Um, what, COVID breaking out? (laughs) (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog. I actually really liked Jim Carrey in it. um, And I would say in terms of video game movies, it's pretty near the top until um, 
Werewolves Within came out earlier this year, which is technically a video game movie. And then now I think it's probably the best video game movie ever made. Interesting. But uh, do you think that Sonic the Hedgehog, the first film, is uh, <laughs> responsible for more deaths than, uh, let's say, 10 9-11s? Uh, um, well, you know what? I can't uh, not jokingly say no or yes. <laughs> I mean, the the fact that it's like possible is, is, is like sickening to me. But <laughs> anyways, people, quote unquote, didn't know back then. But yeah, what are your feelings right. about Idris Selba's Knuckles? I like the reveal for it. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, he posted a picture of just like a CGI Knuckles fist um, and then him saying knock, knock. Um, I mean, at the, <laughs> at the end of the first one, we get a, a glimpse of Tails. Okay. Um, and uh, But you're going to have to tell me, who is Knuckles? I, I don't know this. I mean, I've heard of the character, but I don't actually know in context of the Sonic the Hedgehog world who Knuckles is. Right. Knuckles is really interesting. His wife, uh, Robotnik killed his wife and son like pretty mm. early on. So he is sort of a vehicle for revenge. Mm. Um, we'll see if it goes down the uh, dark timeline that they built in one of the video games where he loses his arms and he has to learn how to to you know live without him is he a bad guy no he's uh, a i guess he's an anti-hero but he's mostly a good guy <laughs> imagine him being like a walter white type like anti-hero in like a child's film that would be really funny um <laughs> is do you like the casting is does he just see i don't know if he just makes sense to me to me it makes no sense at all to throw him yeah. in, in this movie, but sure. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. So why not? <laughs> well, I do care, and I absolutely will be watching it. So uh, I'll give you my review when that time comes. Do you know uh, Tails' full name? Um, ta- Tails the Hedgehog. Wow. It's Miles Tails per hour. What? Oh, I like that. That's actually really funny. Mm-hmm. I like that. So are you a big Sonic guy then, I'm I'm gathering? No, I'm just a video game guy, so Ah. I know through it. I haven't played too much Sonic generally. Okay. Uh, But you might have, right? You're an old school type of dude. (laughs) Hey, listen, I I, I like a Miss Pac-Man. I'm very, very good at Miss Pac-Man. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Anytime I'm at a a bar and I see, or wherever, in the lobby of a movie theater, if I see a Miss Pac-Man machine, I I will literally say to whoever I'm with, I'm going to beat that, that high score. And most of the time, I literally do beat the high score. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I noticed that I thought that you were a big fan of Sonic because we, you and I saw Annette. If anybody listened to the episode last week, they know that we saw Annette together. I mean, not we were probably separated by 200 feet in the actual theater. But um, uh, I, I was weird because when I, when I punched you on the way out, like a bunch of rings fell to the ground. <laughs> wow. I didn't think that's where you were going. I thought you were going to go with after you saw Annette. You disappeared. You must have run out so quickly. Yeah, but you heard there was a sale on uh, chili dogs outside. Because uh-huh. Sonic, he likes chili dogs. Right. Welcome to the video game podcast, everybody. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to high school. Oh, was that it for your news, <laughs> your news segment? Yeah, I can't think of anything else that would be nearly <laughs> as important. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, we were just talking about off mic um, that Simon Ming Ling's new film, Days, is finally being released in the United States. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to see that and then the prospect of uh, not only playing that at the theater, but also uh, playing a Goodbye Dragon in. So we'll see how that all turns out. Maybe we'll do a, a special slow cinema, uh, although slow cinema is actually one of our genres on the wheel. So maybe one day we'll actually get around to some Simon Mingling. Okay. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And Idris Elba playing Knuckles and Days as well. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Idris Elba is in like everything now. I don't know. I saw a funny tweet about it that said that he turned down Bond to play Knuckles. There's yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. I was about to say there's no way until I realized you said tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, because Knuckles is what like two days of work for Idris Elba. Right. That's pretty good though. I like that. Uh, anyways, let's get back to heist films and what heist films are. As everybody who knows in these intro uh, episodes, we go on Wikipedia and read the uh, definition. So, the heist film, or what? What do? You, what is a heist film also known to you as, Adam? I know that you really like the movie. Uh, what's that Italian movie that you really like? Yeah, That's... one of my f- favorite movies of all time is um, the Big Deal on Madonna Street, which is right. uh, a parody of a heist movie from the fifties. Yeah, but I wouldn't call that a heist film. I would call it a, a something else film. Do you know what the other word that people use is? Oh, uh, no, I don't. Uh, a crime caper. Oh, the old CC. Yeah, so the highest film or caper film is the subgenre of a crime film consisting of movies that tell a caper story, okay? These films feature <laughs> plots in which a team of skillful criminals carry out a clever and daring theft. I, that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that that's great. A team of skillful criminals carry out a clever and daring theft. So... We're gonna. What we do typically is we use that definition to then uh, set up our categories um, later in the episode. And as everyone who listens to this podcast knows, when we get to the end of discussing a certain film with a guest, we will rate that film on a very arbitrary scale that we make up in this episode. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Adam, first, it's time for a quiz. You got it. I am pulling up on Letterboxd. And I don't know if you know this, but... On Letterboxd, there's no definitive list. I can't actually pull up movies <laughs> by genre. So every time I tell you, according to Letterboxd, this movie is number one in you know the space opera or whatever, I'm actually just looking at an extremely comprehensive list of that genre that someone has put together. Okay. Uh, so it's just this is just gonna be. I'm gonna ask you what the top ten caper slash heist films are according to just this specific letterbox list okay um so have at it you have you have you have uh, i'll give you i will give you 15 guesses to get all 10 of these okay i'm ready let's do it uh, name one oceans 11 oceans 11 is in this top 10 it is number Seven, uh, seven for Ocean's Eleven. Yep, good guess. And th- that's uh, that's the new one, right? That is the new one. Are you hoping that someone picks that one for the series? I, I actually am. I would like to see uh, any of those three. I'd, I'd be down to see. Uh, we haven't done our categories yet, but I think if someone picks Ocean's Eleven, that's walking away with the uh, arrival of a train at a station award for best heist. Or for <laughs> well, sorry, for best picture, not best heist film. Sorry. Um, but yeah, that that movie is like so heist to its core, but only number right. seven on this list. Interesting. What about uh, Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky, another Soderbergh heist film, is not on this list. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Refifi. Uh, Refifi is it's very good guess, but no, Refifi is not on this list. Although Whoa. I would, that's another movie I would like someone to bring on this podcast. That's actually that was going to be my um, my pick if we were going to choose. Which spoiler alert to the listeners: we're not going to actually choose something for this. That's right, listeners. Adam and I are not getting a pick in this series. We're going to let the guests bring in all the movies, and I'm kind of excited by that. I, I like that we're not able to steer the ship either way, you know? Um, but right. it is funny if someone listens, one of our upcoming guests listens to this episode, we'll say stuff like, boy, I hope someone brings on Ocean's Eleven or Rafifi. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So how about one of my favorites again, Widows? 
Widows is a great film, not on this list. Oh my god! <laughs> I uh, will say Rafifi is number fourteen, though. You you were not too far off. Okay, and Widows is eleven. God, Widows rules. Another movie. If someone brings that on, I I would love to rewatch that movie. Yes, please, listeners out there, get on our show and bring it. <laughs> um, how about Lupin the Third? What are what is going on with you? No, what? Lupin the. You are now. You now have ten guesses left to get the next nine films on this list. I, I'm picking movies that I guess I like, so I guess I'm in a moron. Um, okay, how about Ocean's pick- Eight? <laughs> nope, no Ocean's Eight on this list. <laughs> how about Now You See Me? All right, let's go through the list. <laughs> One through ten. Ready? Yes. Number ten. We have. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not really a, a heist movie. I mean, it, it definitely has heist elements, but I would say it's more of a, of a Western. But mm-hmm. uh, Number nine, we have Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, that's fair. That's, that is a heist movie, yes. Yeah. Uh, number eight, we have For a Few Dollars More, which, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a heist scene in that movie. It's not a heist movie, though. It's a lot of Westerns here so far. Okay. Uh, number seven, as I mentioned, is Ocean's Eleven. Right. Number six is Dog Day Afternoon, which is one okay. of the greats. Yeah, it's fine. One of the one of the greats. Uh, number five is uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Killing, which is a total masterpiece. Oh, that movie rules. Yeah, it's, I, I know, another one that boy. I hope someone brings on the show. Uh, <laughs> we should just num- pick all the the selections for this. <laughs> I know, I know. Maybe we'll like be having such a good time with it. We'll extend the high series, uh-huh. uh, and then we'll just kind of pick it up after Scary Boys, Scary Boys. But mm-hmm. um, what are we on number four? Number four is um, a really obvious one that Michael Mann's Heat. Oh right, right. Uh, and then number three, wait, wait. Mm. usual suspects. Nope. <laughs> Snatch. N- nope. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> number three is drive. Oh, okay. Which is, I mean, eh, you know, it's, it's close, close enough. Yes. Right. Number two is, uh, Michael Mann's thief, which is also a great movie. Okay. And then number one, uh, I'll give you some hints, uh, from a major American auteur, Mm-hmm. Uh, debut film uh, where you famously don't see the heist. Oh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Correct. Number one is Reservoir Dogs. Okay, so, you, you, I am the idiot. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of these were pretty obvious. Right. Like, you know, um, uh, Jackie Brown's also a pretty good heist movie too. But I, I would mm. hang. I would say it's more of a hangout movie than anything. But um, so yeah, looking at these ten, even just this this list I pulled up. I mean, I, I'm excited. I think we can. It's like. Like you mentioned, Snatch, The Italian Job, uh, Rafifi, um, The Usual Suspects. Another De Niro one, uh, Ronin. Have you seen Ronin? No, I haven't. That's a really, really interesting one. Uh, oh boy, what if someone brought on Baby Driver? That, that would be something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's there's about a million great heist movies. I mean, they're just so quick-paced and I was going to say action-packed, but they don't even need to be action-packed. Like Heat has extended scenes of action. Of course, it's a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. But like the drama that comes, the stakes that comes from a heist. I mean, it's it's built in. It's it's just it's great. I'm really I'm really really excited about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm also very excited. Um, I hope people pick the picks that we talked about and not the ones I didn't get. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, uh, Adam? Do you have any specific favorites? Uh, like I said, Big Deal on Madonna Street is just one of my absolute favorites. Um, and you and I got to watch that as part of a film club that we were kind of had going before the pandemic. Yep. Yep. Whatever happened to that film club? Uh, I guess it just sort of petered out when someone (laughs) 
Stop picking. Someone, no, I, I bet someone made a, a made a pick that like everyone didn't want to watch, and so it just kind of <laughs> by default uh, fell off. I'll never forget we have we had a young volunteer who got to she got the first pick in the film club, and she picked uh, Metropolis <laughs> and almost derailed the entire film club because it was like immediately receiving homework as your first movie to watch in a film club is not a good look. Right, and I also remember you famously watching my pick, Big Deal. Uh, I think like 10 minutes before we actually were talking about it. Well, I mean, that, that goes for literally every movie we watched in, in that. But um, what do you think about – I'm seeing Home Alone on this list. That's like a reverse heist movie, right? It's like an attempted heist movie. Right, yeah. I guess you know, I guess we'll leave it up to the guests. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so other than Big Deal or any other favorites? Um, yeah, Widows also, like I yes. said, I love, I think Steve McQueen is one of the best directors alive and I think he keeps bringing it. Although, you know, don't call me out here, but I haven't seen, um, Small Axe yet. Hmm. That's right. I didn't, it didn't seem to make a, uh, appearance on your end of year list. So I figured you hadn't seen it yet, but, uh, right, what, but what's excited. stopping you? I mean, do you not, I mean, it's on Amazon prime. It's free. You can watch it right now. Uh, similar to you, I'm bad at watching TV. And uh, mm. I, I know that doesn't really count, but it kind of counts. You know, it's five episodes. I think it counts. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, but people are saying it's basically five different movies, right? It's uh, right. five different. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, I just haven't been in the, in the. I can always blame like the the frame of mind I'm in at any given moment. It's like I'm like I've been really like eating up. I've had a, I've had a couple days here where I've I've had what I call sick days, where I've just kind of been really trying to relax and actually chill and be in bed which i have a really hard time with if it's not you know time to go to bed at night but remember like when you used to like it, whether you were faking sick or you were actually sick and you needed to stay home and it was like it was just so easy for me as, as a as a young boy to like throw on like pirates of the caribbean or pirates of the caribbean 2 or pirates of the caribbean 3 <laughs> and just watch them you know like sit there and watch them and be sick and sleep and stuff like that and it was like the best thing ever and now as an adult i'm like you it's like you have to like strap me to the bed and i know all right, listeners, calm down, <laughs> calm down, listeners. Uh, you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to strap me to the bed and like force me to watch movies. But I've watched a couple of John Huston movies because the Criterion Channel has them right now. Uh, I watched a couple of Lawrence Kasdan movies that I'd never seen. I'd never seen um, The Big Chill, and I'd never seen Body Heat. Uh, okay. Didn't care for either of them, but uh, <laughs> really, really enjoying the John Huston movies. Finally watched Black Narcissus last night. So um movies are back baby but it's like i have to like force myself to sit down and watch them otherwise i gotta go to the theater and see him so yeah no i completely agree with you and i think maybe it's because we are now adults and we realize the pain of the world and if we have nothing to do <laughs> we'd rather just do nothing yeah i mean it's it's really tough to just do nothing right because we're all so busy and it's like we feel like we always should should be doing something but it was a situation where like my body basically on saturday like told me like yo it's you need some rest like you need to rest and i was like still fighting it. it's crazy right. i don't know what's wrong with me but anyway heist movies uh some of my <laughs> favorites since you asked uh are obviously the michael mann stuff thief uh, and heat i think are two total masterpieces blah 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 i'm actually seeing heat at the end of the month uh end of august the month we're currently in at the new beverly so i'm really excited oh, about nice. that you're a man yeah. man uh yes with a friend of the show diego crespo who's a part part of like this big um did I say fan of the show? Uh, you didn't say anything. Oh, I, 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 I said friend of the show. Uh-huh. Friend of the show, anything. yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Diego Crespo, slash uh, our guest on the Jupiter Ascending episode. So, right. 
but he loves okay, cool, he, he loves Michael Mann, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, a couple of man lovers have not. Yeah, and then two I already named: Dog Day Afternoon. I'm a big Sidney Lumet guy. That movie's really that movie's great. Like, uh-huh. if you haven't seen Dog Day Afternoon, it's like you'll you'll love it. It's really funny. It's tense. Pacino's great in it. Uh, and then, of course, I think like one of my top two favorite Stanley Kubrick movies is The Killing. I, I love The Killing. Yeah, I'm a God. huge. I'm a huge Sterling Hayden fan. I, I just watched The Asphalt Jungle because that has Sterling Hayden and, and John Huston directed that. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that we have an awesome, awesome series coming up. Just again, I hope no one brings on Baby Driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, darn it. I'd like to add The Killing. Also, I watched that and Asphalt Jungle back to back during quarantine. Um, also. I wouldn't say it's one of our favorites, but we both watched um, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead, which I think is considered a heist movie. Absolutely. And um, it is one of my favorites. I love that movie. (laughs) I think I actually assigned that movie. I was the person who assigned it. Okay. Yeah, but that was Sidney Lumet's last movie. It kind of got buried in the shuffle of 2007, unfortunately, because it's such a strong year. But Mm -hmm. easily a top 10 movie of that year, which is really, really saying something. So Yeah. Um, let's go to categories. Let's let's do it. We got to we got to do our typical five categories plus a bonus category. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been doing some thinking about this? I have, uh, but you should definitely go first. Okay. So categories number one. What's most important when we're talking about a heist movie? We got to know how big is the take, baby? Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i ruined your category yeah can i rephrase it though i like my phrasing a little bit better. yes of course how sweet phrasing a little bit better. yes of course how sweet is the loot like an alternative loot okay. i like a heist movie where they're not just stealing money although money is you know the root of all evil and all that but uh yeah. <laughs> uh stealing money is fun to watch and you always have that that moment at the end of the movie where the money goes missing from somebody, and then you're like, oh, oh, where'd the money go? Where'd the money right. go? Even though you know the money is fake and it's a film, but like there's still <laughs> like this sick feeling you have in your stomach of like, oh, did they get the money? Even though these people are clearly criminals. Right. Um, <laughs> so how sweet is the loot? I like it. I like it. I like what, it. what do you think? Category number two. Um, uh, so you're going to have to help me out, uh, decide if these are good or not. But how about how moral is the heist? You want this, so we've been talking about this. The definition is uh, criminals. These people are criminals by nature. Right. Uh, but you, you think that there's a time when we can make watch a heist movie where the heist is for good. Well, think about it. I, most of the heists end up where, like, oh, you know, we got fired or whatever, or they really screwed us over somehow, or they screwed over all these people, and the heist is actually to give the money back to them, a la now you see me. Mm. This feels like a bonus category to me. Okay. This I'm feels like a, uh, like a like a like a ro- like the what the like the Robin Hood factor. Okay. How about this? How uh, justified? Yeah. How about Robin Hood? Yeah. So we'll go. We'll, we're gonna jump all the way to the bonus category now. We're gonna call. We're just gonna call it Robin Hood factor. I love it. How, great. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, then I'll take category number two. Then. Okay. How diverse slash specific is the crew? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love a specific crew. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know why I said diverse, but I think what I mean by diverse is how big, how many different things is the team doing? Like, like I mentioned, I think Ocean's Eleven wins this entire thing if someone brings it on, right. but that's because they have so many people doing so many different things. I love a movie that does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched um, 
Army of the Dead recently, which kind of has something similar, right? There's a big safe-cracking scene, in fact. Yes. Well, did you hear that there was like an offshoot movie that came out? Yeah. Um, directed by that actor. The prequel, right? Yeah, that, that's crazy. I, I was like, oh, did Snyder just direct this on his off time? And it was like, no, it's the thing was written and directed by that actor, <laughs> which I think You're is really pretty They're really banking cool. on, on that movie being popular, huh? Boo. <laughs> um, all right. So Thank you got to help me out again. So right, uh, I, I got to punch up all your categories. Yeah, because I only really thought of one and you took it at the first pick. Um, so we want to talk about the there's always going to be a twist, right? There's always going to be the red herring moment. Do we want to talk? Is, is that another category? Red herring factor? <laughs> Listen to him panic, folks. Help. <laughs> so he knows that we do six categories, five main categories and a bonus categories. And he admit mm. he admit it. He admit it on the podcast. <laughs> he came ready with one category. Look at here's my heist plan. OK, I was going to come in here. Have you pick the first one? I do the second, which I knew. Then you do the third. Then I was going to come up with the fourth on the fly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you also had to hear the definition from Wikipedia. So that, that that would have been the only research you would have had to do coming into this. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so you're, you're saying you're, you're looking wh- how many red airings are there? Are you talking about like the double crosses that typically happen in a heist film? Or the yeah. or the um, the um, the diversions? Or what's the – yeah, I get what you mean. I'm looking for like the um, – like the like the two like oh we stopped the truck that had all the money in it and then they open the truck up and it's like this isn't the same truck right exactly uh so what do they call that what do they call that is it diversion maybe how how good is the prestige there you go <laughs> there we go how good is the prestige in uh-huh. this heist okay yeah that sounds great okay uh category number four so we need to go to the definition because we need to get that from. Well, it's your turn years. now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely my turn. Um, you didn't come up with three? No, I got some. I got some. Uh-huh. Uh, so diverse slash uh, specific. Um, I don't know the exact adjective that we want to put in. How blank is the E? Um, but I want to talk about the scene where they they show the plan. You know what I mean? Yes, my favorite scene in every heist movie. Yeah, this was one I had coming into the show, but I hadn't written down. Yes. So how, how cool. We all love that scene, right? Like how I got this it. is tough. Go ahead. Let, we should turn it on us. How jammed were we? How pumped up were we when we saw the scene? <laughs> how good is the heist planning scene? Uh, you know, a really no, good version. What's that? I want to make it personal, though. How, how how psyched do we get when we see yes. the okay cool all right all right category number four <laughs> how psyched are we when we see the planning of the heist mm-hmm. uh okay yeah so that's so that's the big trick of the heist movie right it's like they tell you what's going to happen with the heist and, and again oceans 11 even goes as far as to soderberg is literally showing you the heist happening and you're mm-hmm. watching the movie and you're like well, why would we even watch the heist happen? We're already watching it happen, not realizing, oh, of course it's going to go wrong. So we're seeing right. the ideal version of the heist before. <laughs> that's what I, everything everything in a heist movie everything goes wrong. So that's yeah. what we want to. That's what we want to see eventually. So we have how sweet is the loot? How diverse specific is the crew? How good is the prestige towards the end of the heist? 
how psyched do we get during the planning of the heist <laughs> sequence? And then we now we need a number five before we get to our bonus category, which is Robin Hood factor. Right. Um, so I think just going by the Wikipedia definition here, we need to either have a category about how skillful the criminals are right. or how clever they are or how daring the theft is. How, how, um, how high are the stakes? How, how like, you know, I think we should go with the daring part of it. I think it should be how difficult is the heist? Okay. Cause we don't want to watch a movie where it's the, the heist is not difficult. Right. I think that works. All right. How daring all the, is the theft? All the categories, we've uh, completely avoided the characters, which is good. I think these are great. I think these are six categories where it's very specific to where if a movie doesn't have one or two of these things, that movie's in big trouble. Right. But of the five films we will discuss, I know there's going to be three or four of them will have every single check mark to hit here. And I'm really, really excited about that. And I, I, I'm... I do this thing where I send the rubric typically to the guests and I tell them ahead of time what the categories are and then they'll pick a movie. Right. I think we're going to get rid of that. I think we're just going to – I mean they could just listen to this intro episode, but we know they're not going to. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we tell them uh, the categories before the – I think they pick a movie and they come on and we just go cold turkey right into the categories. Yeah, I think that's good. I think also – I mean I think actually kind of disagreeing with you, I think every single movie that we pick is going to have – all of these. All of this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is going to be core <laughs> heist film. Interesting. Because you know there's not like a, a planning scene in every heist movie, right? <laughs> I disagree. Well, like I'm, I, I can think of like three or four right off the top. They don't really ever and, talk yeah, about like. I think you're wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we will see. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, time to play a game of defend your tweet. No. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty much it, right? Uh, if we want to yeah. go out with uh, what's your award going to be? My award it actually was going to circle around what we were talking about. Like, I want to give away the Trevor Dillon Award for best heist planning scene. That's my favorite part of a heist movie. Oh, okay. Right. On. I hope I didn't take your award. No, definitely. Mine's definitely going to be more creative than that. <laughs> no, I mean, but hey, listen, it's a baseline. We're a baseline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me guess. You're not going to say what your award's going to be yet. I, I'm not, but uh, people <laughs> who people who go out and watch Big Deal on Madonna Street might find out what my award is before I reveal it on the show. So oh, that's... interesting. No one cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, well, that there you have it, folks. We're very, very excited for this series. I'll speak for Adam. And, and uh, very excited for Sonic 2 to come out. Yeah, I mean, we spent most of the episode talking about that, so cl clearly very stoked on it. Um, Adam has hinted in, in episodes past that he has some really awesome uh, guests lined up. I, I somehow highly doubt that. Yeah, um, both of them have not gotten back to me as, <laughs> as of this recording, but hopefully they will soon. <laughs> Okay. Very, very cool. Uh, that's good stuff. Adam, do you have anything that you want to plug? This is a short episode, but sometimes you need a short episode for a palate cleanser before we get into a heavy series. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, yeah, but uh, just check out my website, Adam J.C. Wagner, where I post the films that I make. Awesome. And my plugs are Letterboxd. I'm at Captain Dills. Uh, I've been very active on there recently. Uh, and my personals are at Trevor Dills on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, at Ghost Party Picks on all of their social medias. Let, here's a little heist of our own that I want to give to our listeners out there. I know you have friends and I know you have family 
with iPhones. The plan, steal their iPhone, go to the podcast app, download Ghost Party Radio, or subscribe to it, I should say, and then give us five stars. Folks, this is the heist. Yes, and to let us know that you are, it's, uh, it's actually you on your friend's phone, make sure your first words are, I'm in. I didn't ask them to leave us a review, but that that, that is good. That is that yeah. is very very funny. Oh yeah, well, leave us a review. If I see, yeah, I mean, you leave us a review, give us five stars, subscribe. Um, I think it would be genuinely very very funny if if we read a review on the show that started with like "boys, I'm in." <laughs> um, so that's how we'll know, and we'll we'll send you a lot of love if you do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that every heist movie. <laughs> It has to start with us reading a review about how you have hacked someone else's phone and left a review. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. But I think it, that just about does it, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, or just go to their Spotify app and hit the follow button. And also we're on Google Podcasts. So, yeah. Anyways, um, let's do it. I'm very excited about it. Sloppy episode. If this were a heist, <laughs> maybe not. Ha- it wouldn't have gone well. Well, wait till I reveal. Trevor, we have officially... <laughs> Introed the heist movies. Bye. Bye. Mm, that's a 10.